Welcome to the Women in Leadership podcast. My name is Marianne Metz, and I'll be your host. As a female navigating the challenges that rise with leadership, I wanted to start a conversation with you as a woman in the workforce myself and offer a resource for leadership excellence. This podcast series is sponsored by Ascension Transformation Solutions, your business transformation technology partner. As you tune in to listen, you will meet Debbie Collard and Susan Ireland, our leadership experts who will be answering questions to offer you exclusive insights to help you thrive in your career. Stick around. Hi, and thank you for joining us again on the Women in Leadership podcast series. I would like to welcome leadership experts, Debbie Collard and Susan Ireland, both executive coaches and founders of the Seasons Leadership Program. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Hi, Marianne. So in today's episode, we are talking about personal branding. We have all heard this buzzword, personal branding. But what is it and why is it important? Debbie and Susan, do you mind sharing your thoughts about it or a step-by-step process that our listeners can apply to better understand what personal branding truly is? Sure. Thanks, Marianne. Um, Let's start talking about what a brand is. It started, as you probably know, with marking livestock so ranchers could sort out their animals from their neighbors. Then in the 1880s, Coca-Cola branded their product to distinguish themselves from all the other generic cola products. Since then, the idea of brand has evolved. And today, there really isn't one definition that everybody agrees on. But we all have this experience with brands, either with products or services or people. They have images that evoke feelings of loyalty or even disdain. And I have to be honest, I really wasn't keen on the idea of creating my personal brand because it seemed so commercial or calculated, even manipulative. But after thinking about it further, I realized brand is really about reputation. And my reputation is important to me. Um, I heard something just recently, and I, I think he said this, you know, a long time ago and maybe multiple times, but Warren Buffett said, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. And if you think about that, you'll do things differently. So it makes sense to pay attention to my brand. After all, people perceive my brand regardless if I'm intentional about it or not. So I choose to make sure I'm showing up aligned to my personal values and intentions. Plus, I certainly don't want to be perceived as generic. So regarding a step-by-step process, that would be awesome if it were that straightforward. One of my values and that of Seasons Leadership is to address each person uniquely. So instead of a formulaic process that's the same for everyone, which might result in everyone ending up looking and feeling generic, we use a flexible framework to deepen self-awareness and heighten clarity on your goals and values. We have them go through several exercises to self-reflect and define what's important to them, you know, in regard to their values, what their vision is, and how they want to project their image into the world. Each participant is able to go on a self-guided journey toward developing their unique 
personal brand. That's fantastic. And I heard you mention self-awareness and how important that is to personal branding. Can you offer advice to our listeners on how to become more self-aware? Marianne, self-awareness is so important to personal brand. As Susan said, brand is about reputation. And if you aren't self-aware, how do you know whether you're building and projecting the reputation that you want? I can think of multiple approaches people can take to become more self-aware. They could do self-reflection or maybe a self-assessment, which those come in many forms, online assessments such as strength finders, looking in a mirror or taking a photo or video of yourself and then evaluating it. Um, they can also participate in personality or attitudinal assessments that are administered and debriefed by an expert. And the 360 degree ones are especially good. And that way you can get input on how others see and experience you. Or you could hire a coach or an expert to help you with your personal brand and have them dialogue with you to help you discover what's important to you in how you show up to the world and then how to project that. Really, there's no wrong approach to becoming more self-aware. Self-awareness is a journey, and we are hopefully always learning, growing, and refining who we are and how we put ourselves out there in the world. That's great information. And according to positive psychology recommendations, there are 10 self-reflection questions you should begin with to decide if you're experiencing personal growth. We're all familiar with Courtney Ackerman, author and consultant for positive psychology, who wrote these 10 questions we can ask ourselves for an internal self-reflection test. They include questions such as, am I using my time wisely? Am I taking things for granted? Am I having a healthy perspective on life? And am I being true to myself? Susan and Debbie, what are your own methods that you teach at Seasons that are similar to this process? These are great questions, Marianne, and certainly can provide valuable insight to your internal state of being. Are you feeling balanced? Are you living aligned to your values? What's driving you? Where do you find your energy or recharge? At Seasons Leadership, we are focused on elevating our awareness so that we are at greater choice. We employ the latest learnings from neuroscience and help them, our participants, understand energy and how it impacts them and how to manage it to support our participants in deepening their awareness and reducing their fear so they can see more possibilities and opportunities. That's a great insight, Susan. And speaking of methods, the self-perception theory that was originally created by psychologist Daryl Bim in the 1960s says that we interpret our own actions the way we interpret others' actions, and that our actions are often socially influenced and not produced out of our own free will. In other words, we are what we do. Debbie, can you talk about this notion and what it means to you? Sure, I'll be happy to. You know, the first thing that came to mind when you asked me this question, Marianne, was the Aristotle quote, which is, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. And while our actions can be socially influenced, and often are, I'm not sure that I agree that our actions are not produced out of our own free will. I truly believe that we always have choices. I hope that we take actions and interpret those actions through the lens of our own self-awareness and our core values. 
Unfortunately, I believe that the actions some people take aren't always based on their values, and sometimes they just go along with the crowd or take the easy path. Making and owning our choices takes courage, especially if it's in opposition to popular opinion. Solid self-awareness helps us know what is driving us to act in a certain way so that we can take more purposeful action. Wow, that's amazing feedback. And on that topic, Susan, I'd love to know your thoughts as well. As women, we can battle with knowing our own value. What would you say to someone who is struggling to understand her self-worth when it comes to being a leader in the workplace? Well, this gets back to personal brand or a process of your personal brand. By spending time on developing clarity around who you are, what you stand for, your values, intentions, goals, etc., you will clarify for yourself your value and contribution. That way you can be grounded and show up in the workplace about who you are, You're not performing or being something that somebody else wants you to be. I couldn't agree more. And I know we all believe that the best leaders align their personal brand with who they authentically are. Susan, what would you say to our listeners who are leaders and want to strengthen their own personal brand? Well, first I would ask what's happening that's motivating them to want to strengthen their personal brand. Is something out of alignment with their values or their life balance or their goals? Are they getting feedback that they don't like? Or maybe they're not getting what they want or they want to make a change or a change in direction or career or life. But something must be happening that is triggering their desire to strengthen their brand. Understanding this driver will support their next actions. And it could be minor tweaks to a major overhaul. Wow, that's great advice. And on this topic of inspiration, Debbie, what does inspiration mean to you? And what role does it play in your personal brand and leadership style? What a fun topic, inspiration. I think it comes up in lots of different forums. And I think we can all name people who we found inspirational in our lives. But why did we find them inspirational? What about them inspired us? I'm not sure that we can ever intentionally inspire others. However, by living in alignment with our core values, by having the courage to take the path less traveled, by being true to our authentic selves and how we want to navigate the world, and by following our own inspiration enthusiastically, that, that way of being in the world may inspire others. I've often been told by people that I work with that I'm an inspirational leader. And as flattering as that is, my end goal wasn't being inspirational, wasn't trying to be inspirational. I was just being me and showing up in a way that I felt good about. So I guess I would answer your question this way. The role that inspiration plays in personal brand and one's leadership style is that it's an outcome or a result of being true to yourself and aligned with your values and showing up and taking action as your best authentic self. That may inspire others. Absolutely. And following this discussion of self-awareness and perception, Susan, can you tell us how someone should begin to develop their own personal brand and what is the first step you would recommend they take? 
Well, I would always start with a reassessment of their personal values. Just because you may be clear at one point in your life doesn't mean your values remain at the same level of priority. Values can change priority with life experiences or phases in your life. For example, earlier in my career, I was a single parent and my top value was supporting my children. I was very focused. I also had the values of independence, continuous growth and development, adventure, connection. Over time, my children grew older and my job offered me more stability and flexibility. I had space where I could honor my other values by going back to school and doing more travel. Today, I even have more flexibility in my schedule since I'm not in a traditional job anymore. So I have more time to spend on continuous growth and development through Seasons Leadership Program, as well as travel once the world opens up. Yes, I, I think we all agree that we cannot wait for everything to somewhat go back to normal so that we can experience more and try to learn how to um, be in an atmosphere where we can be more inspired. Right. Well, this was super helpful for my own personal branding thoughts, as well as I'm sure our listeners. Thank you both for sharing today. And as we come to a close for today's episode, can you each offer our listeners a closing thought on personal branding? Uh, I think I'll start off on this one. Um, Personal brand is just that. It's personal. It should be unique to you. You're unique and it should match your uniqueness. What makes you you? Presenting the image and sending the message to the world that you want to put out there. A reputation that represents the best version of yourself. It's not stagnant. It doesn't sit still. It should evolve and represent you even as you learn and grow. But it should always be in alignment with your values and what you want the world to know and see about you. Susan? Yeah, I would say don't hesitate on getting feedback on your personal brand. Mm. Ask people you trust to tell you what they see is great about you. And when they tell you, say thank you. Don't respond with why that's not true. I think sometimes we have that we have that natural response to say, oh, that's not true or not believe it. But believe what they tell you. And then, you know, check out the Seasons Leadership Program. We're taking applications for the 2021 program And we include a module on personal image and brand in every session. That's four times. And it is really fun and really great um, that uh, all of our participants think it's a highlight of the program. Well, thank you both again for taking the time to share your stories and inspirational ideas with us today. Please tune in next time for our next episode where we will talk about the importance of being a values-focused leader. See you next time. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today on the Women in Leadership podcast series. If you loved our podcast, we encourage you to sign up for the Seasons Leadership Coaching Program, a year-long leadership program for women designed to support your growth and success as a professional. The program was created to help motivate female leaders and further their self-awareness to live into their potential while making a difference. For more information or to register yourself for Seasons Leadership, visit their website at seasonsleadership.com and follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn to stay connected. See you next time.